Hello, everyone. Welcome to Minghui Radio, bringing you podcasts of stories relating to the persecution of Falun Gong in China, insights and experiences gained by practitioners during the course of their cultivation, special items of interest, and music composed and performed by Dafa practitioners. In today's program, we bring you an experience-sharing article from the 2022 Japan FAR Conference entitled Reading Zhuan Falun Changed My Life by a Falun Dafa practitioner outside of China. The article was published on the Minghui website on October 16, 2022. I was hospitalized for diabetes from November 26 to December 20 in 2001 in Tokyo. During my time in the hospital, I was fortunate enough to read Falun Dafa's main book, Zhuan Falun. After reading it, I realized that the way I lived my life was wrong, and I had to improve my morals. As a result of this one thought, my blood glucose level, which was over 550 when I entered the hospital, returned to normal. Six months later, when it was checked on May 15, 2002, I was told that I was completely cured of diabetes. For the next 20 years, I kept checking my blood glucose as directed by my doctor, and it has been normal every time. If I hadn't read Juan Falun, I would have been overwhelmed by the stress I created for myself and wouldn't be alive today. I'm truly grateful to Master Li, the founder of Falun Dafa. Dafa's principles awakened me and made me realize that my way of life was completely wrong. Let me start from the very beginning. Before I started practicing, I was an office worker at a company. In order to improve my performance, I began to use a certain technique. At first, I worked in the administrative department. I was later transferred to the sales department and was named the top salesperson. After that, I was assigned to the planning department. Then, I was recommended by a friend and joined a foreign IT company. I thought that I had reached the pinnacle of my career by using these opportunistic methods. But there were problems with these methods. I made people have an incorrect perception that I was more capable than I really was. Simply put, if my ability was 50, I made others think that I was 100. If I completed a job that required an ability of 100, I would be given a job that required 110, 120 or even 130. But in fact, my ability was only 50. Thus, I was always forced to make others think my abilities were even greater than they actually were. My methods weren't unique. I just made the most of my abilities, position and environment. I still do the same now, but there is a difference between then and now. Before I started cultivating, my methods weren't against the law. But I was not being truthful. Now I try not to deviate from the principles of truthfulness, compassion, forbearance. For example, when I worked in the sales department, I secretly obtained sales information about prospective customers from other female staff members. This was not illegal. However, I kept this information to myself and used it to raise my own sales performance. Now, I know the right way to handle it is to share it with my co-workers. I had to give many presentations when I was in the planning department. The purpose of the presentation was to persuade the other party to do the right thing. In order to achieve that, I sometimes lied and even cried. It was not against the law to lie and cry but it deviated from truthfulness, compassion, forbearance. When I joined the foreign IT company, my job title was technical support. 
The required skills for the position were English and IT knowledge, but I had neither. Because I joined the company through someone's recommendation, the people in the company didn't notice my lack of skills in these two areas. At the time, I believed that I could do anything by using my methods. I thought that without knowing English or IT, I could still provide technical support. However, the reality was not so great. Although I had a good track record as a technical supporter, always trying to hide my lack of English and IT skills was extremely stressful. And that stress took a heavy toll on my mind and body. In the end, I developed diabetes due to the stress and was hospitalized for two weeks. My blood glucose level was above 550 when I was admitted to the hospital. Fortunately, I got to read Juan Falun during the time I was in hospital. After reading it, I realized that what I was doing was wrong. Falundafa cultivation is not about curing illnesses, but when one improves his singsing, one's health will also improve. In my case, the first thing I strove to do was to stop deviating from truthfulness. After being released from the hospital, I continued to work at the IT company. If I hadn't read Juan Falun, I would definitely have kept trying to improve my performance by using my old methods. And then I would probably not be alive today because of the stress I created for myself. I also stopped smoking and drinking. I wasn't an alcoholic, so quitting drinking was easy for me. But quitting smoking was very difficult and it was a big challenge for me. Smoking was not allowed inside our building, so no one smoked in the office. But one day, I was visiting a client with a colleague. On the way back, we went into a cafe and the colleague started to smoke in front of me. I really wanted to say, would you please give me a cigarette? But in the end, I was able to resist the urge to smoke. If I had smoked then, I probably wouldn't be able to quit smoking for the rest of my life. Also, if I hadn't read Dranfalun, I would for sure not have been able to resist the temptation of smoking at that time. It is well known to medical professionals that it is normally impossible for a diabetic patient with a blood glucose level of over 550 to be completely cured in six months. However, six months after I left the hospital, the doctor told me that I was cured from diabetes. It was truly a miracle. After I was discharged from the hospital, I tried not to deviate from truthfulness, compassion, forbearance. But I didn't have the courage to tell the company that I did not have the English or IT skills. If I kept hiding it, I would not be following truthfulness. So, eventually, I decided to resign from the company. This is the story of how I encountered Dran Falun and how Falun Dafa saved my life. Thank you, Master. Thank you, fellow practitioners. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.